It's February, and that means two things. It's Groundhog's Day, and it also means that 96% of people have already forgotten their New Year's resolutions, and they're about to live the same year over again. But not you, because for the month of February, my free gift to you is your golden ticket to a new year. With my Brave Vision Blast Off Workbook, you will gain clarity, which is the number one reason why most women quit. They don't know what to do. So find out what you're called to do, harness your energy, gain momentum, reach your goals this year, and experience a brand new year, not just another year. Don't leave your success to chance. Go to braveheartedwoman.com forward slash vision blast off to get your free download today or just click the link in the notes. You'll be so glad you did. Self-awareness. 95% of people insist that they do possess self-awareness. Ah, but statistics will prove otherwise. Only 13% really have self-awareness. Are you one of them? Hey, this is Don Damon, the Braveheart Mentor, and this is my podcast, The Bravehearted Woman. I'm here to raise the brave in you. So hit subscribe if you haven't done so. That way you'll never miss another episode. You ready? Let's get brave. Good to be back with you again today. And yes, we are indeed talking about self-awareness. I like to bring to you books that help you grow I'm in the process actually of writing my next book and it is going to be amazing. I can't reveal the title quite yet, but I can't wait to put one in your hands. But until then, I want to bring to you from time to time authors who have written important and meaningful work that will really help us grow and change and develop. And so today I want to talk to you about a book written by Tasha Yurik. It's called Insight, The Surprising Truth About How Others See Us how we see ourselves, and why the answers matter more than you think. I'm not quoting her verbatim today, but some of the ideas that I'm drawing to your attention today have come from this book. But I want to talk to you about self-awareness. What is it and where does it come from? Why do we need it? How do we develop it? Well, it is an important skill. It is a skill that you can grow and that you can develop. And like I said in the beginning, 95% of people think, yeah, I'm very self-aware. But when you put it through the grid of research, you discover like only 13% of people really are self-aware. So let me give you a few steps. All right. So number one, decide to tell yourself that maybe I am not as self-aware as I think I might be. A willingness to say, I may not know me like I think I know me. That is the first step. Because obviously, if we have a closed mind and say, oh yeah, I know me, we've just positioned ourselves in a place where we cannot learn. We are not teachable. We are not open. So no new information can make its way into our mind, clearly. So let's decide that maybe I don't know me like I think I do. Maybe I can question my assumptions about myself. First of all, let's define what self-awareness is now. Seeing yourself clearly, that's basically what self-awareness is. But self-awareness is composed really of two specific components of knowledge that you need to have about yourself. And the first one is internal knowledge. This is knowing the core you. 
What am I passionate about? What are my core values? What are my strengths and what are my weaknesses? What are my personality temperaments? What juices me and what refuels me? Or what about this? What environment do I most enjoy and what do I fit into best? This is called internal understanding, really knowing yourself. Now, I have a course called Uncover Your Brave Vision, a coaching course. It's fabulous. And surprisingly, women enter that course thinking, oh, I got this one down. I know this one. They do not. So many women do not have an intimate knowledge of themselves. They are still a mystery to them. So I really encourage you, by the way, and I'll put it in the show notes, how you can get involved in that course, Uncover Your Brave Vision. But then secondly, and equally important, is external awareness. This is knowing how other people perceive us. Do you know how other people see you? Are you sure about that? Are you clear about that? How do I really come off to other people? Do you have self-awareness about that? It's kind of scary, but we are not going to acquiesce to our fear, but look at, am I showing up and being a blessing to the people that I'm in contact with on a daily basis? So am I coming off bossy or am I coming off kind? Am I coming off kind of like a know-it-all? Or am I coming off interested in someone else? Maybe I sound a little narcissistic and I think it's all about me. Am I interrupting people? Do I have to one-up them? If they tell a story, I have to tell a story that's bigger and better. You know how that can kind of go. Do I come off rude or indifferent? Am I coming off compassionate and caring? Ask those questions. We have blind spots, y'all. We just flat out have blind spots. And maybe we don't know that we're making kind of the impact that we're making, the ripple effect that when we splash into the water of relationship, it might be different than what we suspect. So this is an important strategy. Now, these two things are very separate and independent from each other. You can be high on internal awareness and really low on external awareness. Or or you can be high on both or low on both. Or you can be low on internal awareness, but pretty sure and high on how people see you. But you have to have an awareness on both of them. Your internal core you. And then secondly, how do people see you. I'm going to tell you how to get the information and the answers to both of those things in just a moment. But the first step is to decide to tell yourself, maybe I don't know myself like I think I do. Then secondly, the second step is to ask yourself, where am I? How do I stand on the two components of self-awareness? Am I high on internal knowledge? And am I high on how people perceive me? Or am I low? And if I've scored low, what can I do to grow? Let me ask you, do you know how people perceive you? Be honest about it. When is the last time you asked someone for feedback on how you come off? When's the last time you found a trusted advisor who will do an internal survey and an external survey with you? That can be tremendously valuable to you. And then remember that we're going to question our assumptions about ourselves. Ask the question, this thing that I believe about me, what if it isn't true? Am I sure that this is accurate about myself? What if this assumption that I've always had about myself is how I used to be, but now how I am anymore? 
We have, by the way, 100% control over our behaviors. So don't say, I can't and I'm not and I'm, I don't. Learn to say, I'll try, I'll give it effort, I'll become, I'll explore. Be careful not to put boundaries and limits around yourself. It's okay to know your temperament, but don't be defined by it or limit yourself. Don't let that knowledge add permanent constraints to you. For example, if you are a studier of the Enneagram, you might say, well, I'm a seven. So sevens just don't do that. Okay, that's an example of putting a constraint around yourself. Don't do that. But if you want to grow internally, question your assumptions and ask yourself those questions. Is this how I used to be? Am I really like this? What if it isn't true? What if I have a rule that is really not accurate? Then secondly, if you want to grow in the external, you're going to have to ask for feedback. You don't know what people think unless you ask them what they think. I know that most people don't like hearing feedback. Many people, it's discomforting. It is hurtful sometimes. But pushing past that pain is one of the steps on the journey to self-awareness. So this requires being humble and being open, being willing to give people permission to be honest with you without punitive damage. (laughs) Like, I promise I won't be passive aggressive. I won't punish you for being honest with me. I will be teachable and I won't get all hurt and act, act, you know, foolish. So a teachable spirit is really important to learning and listening and not approaching conversations with the attitude that I know it all, but instead to say, I want to learn, be a learn it all, not a know it all. There's a 360 leader assessment that we used to do in the workplace And an open-ended 360-degree review would be something like, it's for personal development, by the way, the main outcome of that is for this feedback so that you can grow. But some of the questions would be, what would you say are this person's strengths? And then what would you say is this person's weaknesses? What is one thing this person should start doing? What is one thing this person should continue to do? Or what is one thing that they should stop doing? Or how well does this person manage their time? How well do they show up? Do they come? Are they in chaos and frenzy? Or do they bring peace in the room? And so a 360-degree leadership assessment or just even a personal assessment that you could even create and give to some of your closest and trusted friends, not anybody who has a vendetta or anyone who might be jealous of you, but those that really have your best interest, give it to them and say, would you be willing to answer these questions about me? Then just give yourself time to review the feedback and find out what you've discovered. You can certainly follow up with questions with those that have given you this information and ask for a conversation But the best thing to do is just receive it, understand it, take it in and just ponder it for a little bit and say, this is how I am perceived. This is valuable information for me. Again, keeping your mind and your heart open. And because of people that have done this survey for you are those that you trust, you don't need to guard your heart or worry, what if this isn't true? Just let it set with you for a while. This is a difficult time because We live in a world where we want to live in the cult of self. 
This is what Tasha calls it, the cult of self, where we want to fabricate sometimes even a self-image. Remember, we only post the highlight reels of ourself on Facebook. We want to be very strategic about our self-presentations. I want everybody to see how well I'm doing, how great I look. I use filters to even make myself look flawless, perhaps. And these are not realities, are they? We're creating false identities and then we're kind of living into it. We almost can build a fantasy world and forget who we truly are. So research says that we have a choice. We can be, listen to this, I love it, me formers or informers. A me, like me, myself, and I, a me former is where I just inform the world about me. I mean, what could be more delightful, right? This is what I do. This is who I am. This is where I travel. This is what I eat. This is what I cook. That's a me former. That person does not have a lot of self-awareness on how they might be coming off. But an informer is someone who says, I'm trying to add value to you. This is what I've learned. I want to share it. This is what I've discovered. I want you to know it too. This is where I need help. Is there any advice out there? So be an informer, not a me-former. And so where does self-awareness come from? Well, like we said a moment ago, and good news, self-awareness can be developed and it needs to be developed. But self-awareness does come from indeed questioning our assumptions about myself. And again, that looks like the beliefs that you have about yourself Take time to say, I believe myself to be this. And then ask the question, is that a true assumption? Is that how I used to be? Is that how I want to be? But is it how I really am? Now, the good news is that you can visualize your highest self, your best heart, your best mind, your best soul. Say, that's the kind of person that I want to be. And you can live into that. You can decide how you want to show up in life and live into that. But self-awareness does say, I'm not there yet but that's where I'm going. That's where I'm heading. In fact, having a vision of that person really helps you grow in self-awareness because then you begin to identify the gap. I'm here. I want to be there. Here's what I have to do to become that kind of a person. So you really begin to live in reality. What if you have a really low self-assessment of yourself and you have to update it? You have to upgrade and you have to say, you know what? Yeah, I used to think that way. I used to be like that that is not who I am anymore. I'm going to upgrade my belief. And when I upgrade my belief, I'll upgrade my actions and actually even what I begin to attract to myself because your mind is like a magnet. You're going to bring to yourself what it is you believe, whether it's in your unconscious mind or your conscious. So question your assumptions about myself. Is this true of me? Is it true of me today? Was it true of me perhaps? Or will it be true of me tomorrow? Now, by the way, this does not come, self-awareness does not come from lengthy self-reflections, deep, like overthinking, ruminating, because that tends to lead us to our flawed, self-destructive outcomes. We start beating ourselves up. Navel-gazing is what my pastor used to call it. I'm not suggesting that. That is not good. That leads us to a rabbit hole of negativity and self-defeat. But instead, when we see something, we decide without shaming ourselves, what do I want to do with this information? What do I want to do with this knowledge? Ask what instead of why. What do I want to do? What do I want to change? Versus why? Because why questions get you stuck. Why did I do that? Why am I such a hot mess? Why am I always messing up? 
Questions like that will get you stuck. So ask open-ended questions like that will lead you forward toward your goals. What can I do to improve? What can I do to try? What can I do to make this different? And hey, no need to be insecure. You are a brave-hearted woman. You can handle this. You can learn from feedback and discovery. So make sure that you do the 360 assessment. Just take time, put a few questions together, send them to people you love and trust, and say, would you be willing to answer this about me? All right? Because we want you to be self-aware. People who are self-aware, they are the successful people. They're reaching their goals. They're making a difference. They're making impact. And you can do that without being self-aware. Why is self-awareness important? Because you're here to be a light. You're here to be salt on the earth. You're not here to cause people to want to walk away from you and withdraw from you or just kind of roll their eyes at you. You want to be a role model. So make this a part of your weekly process. It's not a one-time thing and then you're done with it. Get your own journal. This is what I found out. This is what I discovered. This is what I learned from the process. And then just continue to evaluate and put plans in place to grow. By the way, my episode number 44 on the importance of having a growth plan. Take a moment, listen to that. It's a great combination with this podcast here, this episode, because this will really help nudge you forward. All right, well, that's what I have for you today. I hope this has helped you. Are you going to do it? Are you going to put a self-awareness plan in place? Name three to five people where you can do a 360 degree feedback process with and grow. It's great. You're going to do good. All right, everybody, I'm going to leave you like I always do. This is Dawn Damon, Braveheart Mentor and Vision Architect, helping you build that vision for your life, saying, find your brave and live your vision. Thanks for hanging out with me today and becoming brave. If this has helped you, be sure to share it with someone and subscribe so you never have to miss another episode. For more about me, my books, my coaching, or online courses, visit DawnDamon.com. And as always, be brave and live your vision.